why am I spending all this money on the shoes? And so I had to do the inner work, which I had to ask myself, why, why, why over and over and over again until I got to the root, which was that little girl who wasn't able to get new shoes at the beginning of the school year. Welcome to Real Talk with Ramesha Nicole podcast, where we get real and experience freedom. I'm your host, Ramesha Nicole, an international teacher, transformational speaker, and coach who, after just 10 months of living abroad, paid off over $10,000 worth of credit card debt. However, I soon learned that the journey wasn't about the debt, but that it was a journey of internal transformation. Now on this podcast, I help you to shift your perspective on debt from the inside out by giving you the tools needed to pay your debt off for real this time. So get ready, y'all, because it's about to get real. Hello, hello, Freedom Fighters, and welcome to the final episode of season one here on Real Talk with Ramesh Nicole podcast. Guys, listen, I cannot believe that this is the end of the first season. And in my head, I'm singing, celebrate good times. Come on. Yeah, it's it's a celebration. Guys, I am so excited. I cannot believe that we literally are to the seventh episode of the entire season, in addition to the four mini lessons. And over the course of this first season, I have literally taken you guys on my personal journey of when the Lord told me to stop running and to deal with my debt. When I got to a place of being sick and tired of being sick and tired, when I had to finally understand that the change began with me and that in order for me to break free from the cycles that I needed to grieve, I needed to do some inner work and I needed to deal with the entire truth by dealing with the whole issue. And today's episode is going to really talk about how all of that happened with self-awareness. Now, if this is your first time tuning into the podcast, let me tell you this. This is not your typical debt freedom show. In this community, we believe that true debt freedom lies in your mind, body, and soul. We believe that if you are not free in those areas, that it will not only affect your finances, but it will infect your finances. And we do this through the four phases, through what I refer to as the four phases of internal transformation. And if you hadn't had a chance to do so, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to mini lessons number one through four so that you can get a clear understanding of those four phases and how they relate to debt freedom. And, you know, if you are new here, we are so glad to have you. Today's podcast episode is really going to talk about the power of self-awareness and how self-awareness not only begins to take us on this journey of debt freedom, but it really begins to take us on this journey of internal transformation, guys. And my conversation with my good girlfriend, Lakeisha Woodard, was so powerful. So I really want to be able to allow you guys to really dive into the depth of today's conversation. And so let me go ahead and give you Lakeisha's official bio. Lakeisha Woodard is an entrepreneur, motivational speaker, international author, and sexual abuse survivor, empowering women to transform their life by embracing their difference. Her passion blossomed during her matriculation at Clark Atlanta University after joining the group Youthful Survivors. 
She traveled with the group across the country speaking and sharing her story of surviving sexual abuse at different schools, nonprofits, organizations, and churches. On her journey to purpose, she found herself always sharing her testimony of surviving sexual abuse to motivate and inspire women to take action, like asking for a raise, overcoming self-doubt, rebuilding relationships, career transition, creating a healthy lifestyle, and so much more. As a result, she unmasked the ugly truth behind most problems inhibiting women from advocating for themselves and owning their power. And that was a lack of self-awareness. It wasn't until having a venting session with a friend that she was pointed to the right direction for embracing her purpose. A few months later, Lakeisha launched her consulting firm specializing in self-awareness, A Sister's Truth LLC, that provides life coaching services to women. Without further ado, here is my conversation with my good girlfriend, Lakeisha Woodard. All right. Hi, Lakeisha. Thank you, sis, so much for being here. Welcome to Real Talk with Ramesha Nicole podcast. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. Anytime somebody wants to hear my opinion, it's an honor. (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you so much for being here. So guys, just to kind of give you guys a little context into how Lakeisha and I know each other, and it's so strategic. So we both live here in Houston, Texas, but we were a part of Nicole Walter's 1K One Day program, Cycle 10. Hey, Cycle 10. But we are also purpose chasers because we're also a part of Patrice Washington's Chase Purpose, Not Money community. And I just reached out to Lakeisha and I was like, hey, like I see that you're in Houston. Like like this is, you know, what it is. And coming to find out, y'all, she is good friends with another one of my good friends. And I was like, what were the odds of you knowing her? So shout out to Takara. Hey, sister. What's up, Cara? (laughs) So shout out to our mutual friend. But that is how Lakeisha and I met each other. But Lakeisha has an anointing on her and she's really a about, you know, our sisters uniting and our sisters really diving and living in their truth. Because once you know your truth, and as I've said on every podcast episode, when you know the truth, the truth shall set you free. And that is true freedom. So again, Lakeisha, thank you for being here and thank you for the work that you're doing. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much. Real Talk with Ramesha Nicole, you know, is all about shifting our perspective on debt, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I truly believe is that if you are not whole and free on the inside, that Mm -hmm. it won't only just affect but infect your finances. Mm -hmm. But all of that starts with self-awareness and you're a self-awareness coach. So can you kind of give us an overview of how self-awareness is so vital to anyone breaking free in any area of their lives? Hmm, that's a that's a really good question. Yeah, because in order to to break free, you have to know what you're breaking free from. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And just to kind of give your listeners some actionable steps, you know, for, you know, taking steps into the process of self-awareness. The best place to start is examining, you know, the condition of your heart. Mm-hmm. And this is important because your heart represents your purest, most honest feelings. You know, the Bible says that for the Lord sees not as man sees because man looks at the outward appearance. Right. But the yeah. Lord looks at the heart. So if God looks at our heart to determine our purest intentions, then why wouldn't we do the same to really get to know who we are? Right. With that being said, you know, do you have fear in your heart? Do you have anger? jealousy, 
empathy or, you know, maybe you have a heart full of courage because your heart detects your mind and we know that our mind turns into actions, right? So, you know, it's always good to just really be honest about our heart condition. And once we get honest about our heart condition, we need to ask ourselves three questions. Why do we feel? Fill in the blank. What can we do to change? Fill in the blank. And how can I change? Fill in the blank. And for the most part, the majority of us, we start with why, right? We know we understand why we have to start with why. We know the whole reasoning. We accept that. We embrace that. But the problem is we don't move past the why Mm. because our why is supposed to give us the complete answer and it doesn't. It gives us a part of the answer. So we have to also address the what and the how so we can decipher what needs to be done and how we're going to get it done. Because when you take all three steps, the why, the what, and the how, you start to notice different changes in your life, right? You start to see yourself in a better light, right? And it's not enough just to become aware of who you are. We have to take the actions for transformation to happen so we can operate in purpose. Yeah, that's good. One of the things that you said was that we don't move past the why. Why do you think people get so stuck there? Do you think it's because that they don't really want to face the truth? Because once you really get to the truth, it's tied to some type of trauma, right? And so a natural reaction as human beings is to protect ourselves. So we had this traumatic experience that hurt us in some type of way. What are we going to do? We're going to bury it, right? So we're going to prevent doing things that's going to dredge that trauma up because we don't want to feel those hurt feelings again. So we get to this why and we see that it's connected to this trauma whatever that trauma is, right? And and I don't like to talk about degrees of trauma because I feel like trauma is trauma is trauma. I, I don't care how big or how small, it's all trauma, yeah. right? So depending on what that trauma is, we just, you know, we're too afraid to face it, right? Because I'll be completely honest with you, Ramesha, to heal from trauma, it's going to get worse before it gets better. I don't mm. And I'm talking from experience. It's definitely going to get worse before it gets better. But the journey is worth it. You know, last week I interviewed with Samantha Washington from Mended Fitness. And what she does is she utilizes fitness to help people heal from trauma. And she basically said the same thing. If there is no pain, there is no gain. It's kind of you got to think about it in terms of a workout. If there is no pain, there will be no gain. And it's, you know, kind of like for me, this in season one, again, of the podcast is really about how I went from being in debt onto this journey of internal transformation transformation. And let me say that it has not been easy. I'm not at this place where I've arrived because I'm still healing, but I had to get to that place of that pinpoint when I had that moment when the Lord told me to stop running. I had to realize that in Qatar, that not only was I running from my dead, but I was running from my pain. I was running from my past. And that past was starting to continue to show up and it resulted itself in $10,000 worth of credit card debt. Right? Yeah, And so I want you to tell us about a time, if you know, how your personal story, you know, were you able to break free from a moment and did that ever result in debt somewhere in your life? 
Friend, yes. I had a typical inner city kid success story. You know, I was raised in the projects in Chicago Heights, Illinois, to a teenage mother living on welfare. Mm-hmm. I was sexually abused by my mom's husband for eight years. So it was no secret that I was being sexually abused. So it almost broke me, but God used it to build me up. Yes, he did. Yes. Yeah. So needless to say, you know, I saw, I experienced, and I heard a lot growing up in the hood. And the most consistent message I got from the media in particular was that I was doomed to repeat that exact same cycle. As the oldest of all my siblings, I decided to become the example of success that we needed to see. So I'm the first generation college graduate slash everything in my family. First one to do it. I had this grand plan to become successful by becoming the next Perry Mason. Now you're a millennial. Do you even know Perry Mason? No, don't even worry about it, Fred. But you gonna have to Google it. It's a it's a TV show. <laughs> I'm like, who is that? <laughs> it's an old school TV show. Perry Mason was an attorney, so okay, okay. I had this goal to become an attorney, and so it was like once I started my journey, it was like I hit a brick wall, and I hit it hard because I had acknowledged or dealt with my trauma yeah. as it related to you know the sexual abuse. So thankfully, you know, therapy helped me to start my healing process. And also it helped me to, you know, start my self-discovery journey, right? So self-awareness is how I was able to transition from victim to survivor of sexual abuse. Now, coming up in that tumultuous, you know, environment, did, did we talk about finances? No, we did not talk about finances. Like I grew up in a, in a household where Rena Center will come and knock on the door and we have to be quiet. Uh, coming to repose. repose. Yeah. Yes. I grew up in that type of environment, you know? So as the oldest, when school shopping time would come around, I didn't always get a new pair of shoes. So I was the kid that was like cleaning their shoes with a toothbrush, you know, because I wasn't sure if I was going to get a new pair of shoes come the following year. So baby, when your friend, girlfriend got that good corporate job and start making her own money. Mm-hmm. What you could not stop me from doing is buying shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Because you didn't have it. And we t- all, we always talk about that. And that's one of the things that I talk about in my six-week program, how to pay your debt off for real this time. When we take a look at those past lessons, what were those things that you were and you were not taught growing right. up? And how does the past, whether or not you were taught financial literacy, how was money handled in your house? What Were you guys able to spend, you know, furiously, you know, were, were there any boundaries or those of us who had our bare necessities growing up, right? You know, right. all of that plays a part. That's good. Okay, right, keep going. Right. Yeah, that's good. You know, and, and that was also a, a traumatic experience too. And I want people to to catch that. The fact that I wasn't able to get a new pair of shoes at the, you know, at the beginning of each school year and going to school embarrassed because all of my friends have new clothes and new shoes and I don't, that was a traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. So this is what I say. So don't just focus on the sexual abuse. There was trauma all around. There was trauma all around. So I had to deal with this trauma and heal from it, right, in order to break that financial bond. And what really helped me to really, you know, 
figure out or really acknowledge the fact that I had a shoe addiction was because I wanted to take a European trip for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And I did not want to put it on credit cards. I really didn't. And I was just like, okay, next year I'm a goal. I want to go to Europe for my birthday. Like, how can I pay this off, mm-hmm. you know, without putting it on my credit card? So I got really real and, and looked at my budget to see like, where can I, what can I do? And I noticed I'm spending all this money on shoes. I'm like, dang, why am I spending? You guys, when I say a hundred pair of shoes, like that was me. That wow. was me. So I'm like, why am I spending all this money on the shoes? And so I had to do the inner work, which I had to ask myself, why, why, why over and over and over again until I got to the root, which was that little girl who wasn't able to get new shoes at the beginning of the school year. And I had to realize that I was no longer that, you know, hurt, broken little girl anymore. I'm this successful, healed woman. So now it's time to operate as a healed woman. And not a broken little girl. And not a broken little girl. You had to heal your inner child. That's so good. Heal the inner child. Absolutely. Once I had that that awareness and that realization and understood that I can go a whole month and I wear the same pair of shoes, maybe even two months and I wear the same pair of shoes. So it's okay. So let me take this money that I was spending on shoes, put this aside to pay off my trip. And I was able to pay off my trip, you know, and have spending money to go and do a little shopping while I was in Paris. That right there. It didn't just like break my shoe edition in order to go on that trip. It broke my shoe edition, period, because uh-huh. I realized that my happiness was no longer tied to my shoes. Happiness mm. for me was the, the experiences that I had in life, was being able to experience places, things, and people that w- didn't look like me, that was outside of my norm. You know, to me, happiness was being able to see that the world is not as small as I thought it was, right? To go yeah. on the on the other side of the world and then sit at the table and talk to people who didn't look like me and have something to talk about. And feel confident in what it is that I'm saying, because now I have life experience under my belt. At least that's how I felt. Wow, that is awesome. Because one of the things that you said was that you had to realize that your happiness was not tied to your shoes. And Lakeisha, there are so many people, and I call that phase two of my four phases of internal transformation. And again, guys, if you haven't had a chance, please go back and take a listen to phase two, which talks about present identity. Too many people are allowing themselves to continue to be on this cycle, this rat wheel of being in debt, because they feel as if their identity lies in the car they drive, the type of shoes they're wearing right? The number of degrees they have, the neighborhood they live in, the sorority they're a part of that they hold membership in. Oh yeah, I'm getting real because I I know people, I'm a part of a sorority and I know people who felt that their identity lied in being a part of a sorority, right? Your identity does not lie in those things. And like you said, true happiness lies within. Lakeisha, how do we, and I know you hit on it, at the beginning, how do we move forward to getting to purpose and freedom by utilizing self-awareness? That's a that's a really good question. You know, there are 
three phases of self-awareness. And these are not phases that I pull, you know, out of the air. These are phases that I went through because each pivotal turning point of my journey, I went through these three phases. So this is also three phases that I analyze my clients to see where they are, to determine where they are in a journey and how close they are to really embracing purpose. So the first phase is to discover your truth, which means to identify who God created you to be. Who are you? Who's that person? Whoever that person is, fall in love with her or fall in love with him, right? Mm -hmm. And then the second phase is to define your truth, which means to identify what gives your life meaning. Like you just said, you know, the cars, the shoes, the sorority. I'm a, I'm a even throw in the husband, the kids. You know, those things don't give your, don't give your life meaning. Yeah, your life meaning is purpose. The intention God gave for your particular life, right? That's what gives your life meaning. And purpose, what is my purpose? That's the million dollar question, right? That we all ask ourselves. Everybody, I'm not going to say everybody, but a lot of people are trying to find, I'm doing air quotes, y'all, find Uh their purpose. And I truly believe that we know our purpose. We just have to embrace it. Mm -hmm. I serve a God who do not, you know, condone confusion. He is not a God of confusion. So I truly believe, or chaos. So I truly believe he's not going to give me something and then hide it from me. Yeah. I don't have to find my purpose. I need to embrace it. And in order to embrace it, it requires dealing with and healing from the unresolved trauma that's standing in the way of me seeing and embracing purpose. You know what? As you were talking, I was thinking about the story of the woman with the issue of blood, right? Mm -hmm. And we know that is a very well-known story in the Bible of how Jesus was on his way to go heal the 12-year-old girl, but Jesus had to go, you know, the route that he went to in order for the woman who had the issue of blood for 12 years. But I was reading, I was listening to Pastor Stephen Furtick's message, and I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. Oh, distraction or destiny. That's what it's called, distraction. So when you get a chance, go and listen to it. That's okay. Stephen Furtick from Elevation Church. And he was preaching, it's an older message, and he was preaching on destiny or distraction. And as you were talking, I was thinking, Purpose is not a destination. Purpose is a journey. Purpose is a journey. It's not a destination. And like you said, we have to walk in and we have to embrace it. But for the woman to finally get her healing, Mm -hmm. she had to tell him, and you will find that I want to say it's in Mark chapter five. It is Mark chapter five, verse 33. And Mm -hmm. it said, she told him the whole truth. In John chapter eight, it says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. If you're going to walk in freedom, like you said, like the self-awareness and it just, as you were talking, like I, I'm telling you that message just came and it's replaying. And I really felt, you know, feel led to share it. She had to finally tell Jesus the entire truth. It never says what the truth is. But she had to say something out of her mouth in order for her to get healed of that infirmity that had been plaguing her for 12 years that was blocking her from walking in her healing, which her healing was a part of her purpose. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, man. That's good, Ramisha. That's good. And, you know, and I tell people all the time that a sister's truth, which is my company, mm-hmm. is not my purpose. It's the vehicle that I choose to operate in 
purpose. And I think that's something too that we misconstrue. We think our business is the purpose and it's not. We think the job is the purpose. And it's and it's and it's not right because purpose is not, in my opinion, purpose is not just confined to just one area of your life. We need to operate in purpose in every area of our life. This is why I truly believe the fact that we don't align purpose with every area of our life. When I say every area, I mean the career, the business, I mean our finances, I mean our relationships, I mean our home environment, our personal development, our spirituality, our mindset, right? Our health and our wellness. Purpose needs to align in every one of those areas so we can feel or truly experience fulfillment. This is why when people commit suicide, close family and friends are like, I never seen it coming, but he seemed so happy yesterday. Right. Because purpose is not in alignment. It's easy for us to show up and wear this mask. Right. And be happy in front of you, but we're dying on the inside. Oh, searching for validation and acceptance from imperfect people instead of going to the perfect source. Yeah. That's just, yeah, that was me last year. People would say, oh, you look like you're living your best life. You're in Qatar. You're living your best life. Live your best life, baby girl. You look so happy. But Lakeisha, I was dying on the inside. Mm. Dying, friend. Uh Dying. Literally hurting. Yeah. Because I was not whole. I was not operating in my purpose and my wholeness. And wholeness is a part of your purpose. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was too busy trying to pay off this debt, trying to keep up this facade, chasing a bag, trying to pay off my debt. Because I, you know, don't I don't like debt, first and foremost. But just trying to constantly paying it off that I wasn't allowing myself to be, like you said, in alignment and really living in my purpose, enjoying the moment. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, that third phase of self-awareness too is live your truth, which means to accept all aspects of who you are and present that person to the world. And that's something, it, it sounds really easy, right? And, and yeah. it, it rolls really nicely off the tongue, but it's the one thing that a lot of people battle with. Because when you do that, when you present your whole self to a person, it puts you in this vulnerable state. Now people, you know, have something to really talk about, right? Mm -hmm. You know, this is when we really get the judgment and the judgment hurts even deeper because it's one thing to be judged off of the facade that you're putting on than to be judged off the whole person that you're putting out there. Right. So this is the reason why I think that people want for purpose, because guarantee you, nine out of 10 people already know what their purpose is. They just purposely running from it. I know because I was her. I ran from purpose. Right. Knew what it was and was completely rebelling. Right. Because purpose sets you apart from everybody else. Mm. And when you have unresolved trauma, you're just trying to be, you know, in the midst of everybody. You, you're trying to hang with the cool kids, right? You're trying to be normal like everybody else. You don't want to seem different. You just want people to to love you and accept you, right? Yeah. But because purpose sets you apart from everybody else, and that unresolved trauma is still there, causing havoc, then we denounce purpose, and then we put on the mask, right? And and like you say, walking around here, literally dying inside because yeah. we too afraid to 
you know, show people who we are, right? And then give them the opportunity or chance or whatever. And, and that's your choice if you want to, to accept you for who you are. Like, if they don't want to accept you, that's totally fine. But for us to have that, that mentality, we have to, you know, heal from that, that unresolved trauma and, and start using God as our source of strength. Yeah, really utilizing his strength. Mm-hmm. Just one last question before we wrap up, because this is so good. As a self-awareness coach, why do you think that people run from their healing? Mm. Because it hurts and because it's not an overnight process. We live in an instant microwave world where we want things yes, we do. in an instant. And depending on how how deep that trauma goes, it can take years for that healing process to happen. You guys, I it, it, it took years for me to 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 heal, right? And now that I'm healed, now it's like maintaining the healing, right? Mm. Now it's you know addressing the other traumas you know, in my life, right? The healing process, you know, can be a continuous process depending on how much trauma you have to heal from. But see, I think the problem is, is that, you know, the the trauma that we experience, we think that it's something wrong with us. Like we think that it affects our, or devalues us, if you will, right? We think we're less worthy, right? And that's not even the case. Friend, that just adds a little a little gravy to your story. That just right. adds a little cherry on top of your testimony, right? Because yeah. it's the thing that somebody else needs to hear, right? In order for them to know that there is a light at the end of their tunnel, mm-hmm. in order to motivate and encourage them to lean a little harder on their faith so they can reach their breakthrough. Now, the thing is, is that, you know, people can make you feel shameful for being in therapy. People can make you feel shameful for not getting over something in an instant. And we should allow them to do that, right? Yeah. Like like for me, I was sexually abused for eight years. Do you really think I was going to be over it in eight months? No, ma'am. No. No. So the fact that, you know, it took years for me to heal from that shouldn't surprise you. Right. And it shouldn't discourage you from going out and seeking healing for your trauma. Like, don't don't look at it as if, oh, I'm not trying to go to therapy for like two or three years. Sis, do what's necessary. Yeah. Do what's necessary. And and you can still live your life and walk through through healing. And I think that oftentimes and one of the things that we talked about on episode three with my best friend Reggie was that even if you're in debt, you can still live your life because most people think that you're in debt and you can't live your life. And let me tell you, that was something that really plagued me last year in Qatar. Sometimes I felt like I missed out on a lot of opportunities because I was so focused, but it was that fear, that fear of failure, that fear of not having enough. It was that fear of going back to that place. Right. So I allowed myself to miss out on some opportunities, even though I had my tunnel vision, I Mm -hmm. now know that somewhere along the line, it was that fear of me missing out. Right. It was that fear of not necessarily missing out, but that fear that I was going to be back in that place of being in debt again. Just like the healing journey, right? When you're on this journey to healing, you can still live your life. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You can still live your life. And and it's okay to, it's okay to do so as well, to continue to, to live your life. But in order to really truly do that, we have to redefine what happiness and success means for us on an individual level. I think that, especially now, because, you know, we live in a social media world, we have access to millions of people's lives in like 2.5 seconds. We adapted other people's definition of success for our own, instead of just really defining it for ourselves and holding on to, to that. Right. So being able to come about at that and live your life at the same time in order to do that, you have to define what happiness truly means for you, because maybe happiness for you is not getting on a private plane, going to an island. Maybe happiness for you is serving in a soup kitchen. I don't know. Maybe yeah. happiness for you is helping, you know, reading to six sick kids over in the council ward at a hospital. I don't know. Whatever that looks like for you, determine that and do more of that. So that way, when you're coming up out of, you know, debt and making all these sacrifices, it doesn't really feel like a sacrifice because you're doing more of what actually makes you happy and give you pure joy. Yeah. That's it. What gives you pure joy, not surface level joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doing that inner work. Lakeisha, that is so good. Listen, friend, you know we go on tangents when we talk. <laughs> we do. <laughs> okay, we do. We go on tangents. We get to talking about all the things. And so I really want to be mindful of your time. Before I let you go, I want to ask you what's called my truth for freedom questions, okay? Okay. Question number one is, what does it mean to really get real to experience freedom? It means doing the inner work. Mm. It means doing the inner work and resolving the trauma, resolving the trauma, because it's the trauma that has caused that, that ball and chain that's attached to your finances. It's the trauma. Yeah. So once you resolve that trauma, ooh, friend, I promise you, you you will you'll feel the freedom. I promise. You'll yeah. feel the freedom. Getting to the root of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a module. That's one. That's one of the things I cover in my six week program is getting to the root of you. Who are you at your core? Yeah, that's really good. Okay, here is the next one. It is a fill in the blank. So you're going to say, "My name is blank," and the truth about debt is. My name is Lakeisha Woodard, and the truth about debt is it's an internal issue. Oh, it's simply an internal issue. If you get to the root of the problem, you'll eliminate your debt. I mean, getting to the root is is so key. I want I want you to think about it this way. Think about gardening, right? When we're working in our garden, right, and we see a weed, what do we do to get pull rid of it? Pull it up. You got to pull it. Pull it up. But not only do we pull it up, we pull it up from the root. Because if we pull it up from the root, we can guarantee that that particular weed will not grow back and cause havoc on the other plants in the garden. Now, does that mean that other weeds won't pop up? Of course not, right? Just like in life. Once you get rid of one issue, you know, life happens, you know, they'll throw you at the curveball and you'll have another issue that you will have to resolve. But the point is, is that getting to the root of that issue is no longer going to cause, you know, negative energy to just sit on the inside of you and cause toxicity that will later come out in, in your actions. Right. So it's always good to get to, 
you know, the the root of the issue and self-awareness will help you to pull out the root issue that's causing your financial debt. Oh my gosh, Keisha. I Listen, last week's episode, I tried not to holler, okay? And I'm trying really hard. You know how Tamar rolls her ings, okay? I'm trying really hard not to holler <laughs> because that was good. That was so good. I love how you related it to the metaphor of gardening. And once you pull, you got to get down. And it's like, you got to dig that root. And Mm -hmm. once you dig that root, you'll be able to stop them cycles and stop finding yourself in debt. Oh my God, friend, that is so amazing. If we wanted to connect with you, if the Freedom Fighter community wanted to connect with you on social media, on any platforms, where can they find you? Where can they find you? Absolutely. I would love to connect with the Freedom Fighters. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Lakeisha Woodard. And then also on Facebook too, I have a Facebook page for my podcast and it's Living Her Truth Podcast on Facebook. And all of that will be in the show notes, guys. And Lakeisha does a really good job on her podcast and really getting us to, you know, live in our truth. Kind of like the woman with the issue of blood, when she told Jesus the whole truth, that's when the freedom lies. And you got to be able to tell your, your truth. Friend, thank you again for being here. Thank you for taking the time to bless my community, to bless us, to bless me with your presence. I truly believe that everything was aligned and ordained. And listen, from knowing Takara to being in 1K one day to connecting with Patrice, this is this is this is purpose. And it feels so good. It feels so good. Yes, it does. Both ways, friend. Both ways. Thank you, friend. Thank you. That was good, wasn't it? See, I told y'all, and guys, when I invite people onto the podcast, I am very strategic about who I invite onto the podcast and why I invite them because I really, really want us to be able to shift our perspective as to how we are in debt, why we are in debt, and where actually all of that is coming from. And as I mentioned to you guys, season one of the podcast was really about you know, how the Lord told me to stop running from my debt and how he really has placed me on this path and on this journey of internal transformation. And I am not complete from the journey. I am still healing. I am still evolving. I am still working. And I really wanted to recap the three phases of self-awareness that Lakeisha spoke of. She said, number one was discover your truth. She said, identify who God created you to be by falling in love with that person. Then she posed the question, who are you? Guys, really, who are you? Who are you at your core? Not what society says, not what your parents say, not who you think you are, but who are you? What does the word of God say about you? And begin to fall in love with that person. Number two, she says, define your truth. She says, identify what gives your life meaning and purpose by healing from and dealing with the unresolved trauma. And we talk about that in phase one of the podcast where we really get down to the nitty gritty and we talk about that if you do not deal with the past, how those past issues will begin to manifest and show itself as debt in your life. And then number three, she said, live your truth and embrace all aspects of who you are and present that version of yourself to the world. Can I have a vulnerable, honest moment with you guys right now? Guys, 
I have been struggling with number one by identifying who God created me to be and falling in love with that person. And when she said, who are you? I began to think about what my family has said, what society has labeled me with, you know, fellow coworkers. I've allowed other things to identify who I am instead of allowing myself to really fall in love with myself and identify with what the word of God says. And as a result of all of that, I am now jumpstarting my journey. I was working with the therapist, but I'm now jumpstarting my journey to find another therapist. And let me say this, guys, you know, we think that it's so much to just pray about something or pray it away. No, it's not about us just praying it away. It is about us finding purposeful community and having those people in our lives so that we can continue to release ourselves of debt, you know, internal debt that has manifested itself as, you know, financial debt. And I want you guys to do the same. That is exactly why I want you guys to come over to the Freedom Fighter community, because in this community, it is a community of faith-based, you know, women who are really trying to shift their perspective on what it means to truly be free from debt. And so we invite you over to the community. You can find us over on Facebook at the Freedom Fighter community. And th- that information is always included in the show notes. But be sure to come on over, guys, because one of the things, that, what I'm trying to really create is a safe space for women to be able to be vulnerable, to share their truth so that they can continue to heal, they can continue to evolve, and that they can continue to be able to release all of the weight and all of the debt that has continued to keep them in in bondage. And I truly believe that debt is bondage. So be sure to come over and join the Freedom Fighter community. We would love, love, love to have you. Well, Freedom Fighters, that concludes episode number seven of season one here on Real Talk with Ramesha Nicole podcast. Was that real or what? On today's episode, we discuss the power of self-awareness and by going through the three phases of self-awareness, we begin to not only embrace our life's purpose, but we begin to experience true debt freedom from the inside out. Again, guys, I cannot believe that this is the end of season one, but stay tuned because season two will be dropping soon. In the meantime, be sure to head over and come and talk with me over on Instagram at GetRealBeFree. Because in the month of August, I am going to be doing an exclusive Instagram live series entitled, I want to pay off my debt. But as we unpack the excuses that we make on a daily basis that keep us not only in financial debt, but mental, emotional, and physical debt. So again, be sure to join me in August over at Get Real Be Free. Also, guys, be sure to share this with someone because one thing that I know to be true is that if one of us can experience debt freedom, then we all can experience debt freedom. Until next time, be sure to continue getting real with yourself so that you can experience true debt freedom by keeping in mind this principle. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. See you guys in season number two.